Hey listeners, thank you for tuning in again to the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. Today's episode will be a conversation between Art Rayner and Jana Magruder, the director of Lifeway Kids, as they talk about teaching stewardship to kids. Hey everyone out there today. Um, listen, we have got a treat for you. Art Rayner is in our building today um, and he has stopped by our podcast studio to have a little chat about some resources that he has created, um, really specifically the ones that we're going to spend the most time on for kids. And so you're going to want to listen and um, hear about a passion of his, which is stewardship, uh, money and stewardship, money management, stewardship uh, for for families, for couples, for individuals, and even for kids. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Art, and then we're going to let him talk since he's the um, subject matter expert, not me. Uh, we were just talking about AirPods and how uh, my kids would like to have some. We'll get to that later. Welcome to the podcast, Art. Hey, thank you for having me. All right, so let's start with this. I want to know how you got interested in this particular subject of money and stewardship. Well, that's that's a great question. So coming out of college, my hope was to be a certified financial planner. I simply wanted to to help people with their with their fi- finances. And God, um, in His um, in creative way, had a had a different plan for me, and He took. Uh, what had been there, a desire, and and shifted it toward helping individuals understand God's design for them and their finances. See, I I like to talk about financial health, but I don't like to talk about financial health just for the sake of financial health. I like to talk about financial health as a means to advancing God's kingdom. So we talk about things like getting out of debt. Mm-hmm. Debt is a major generosity killer. It limits our ability to live and give generously. And so I like to talk about financial health, personal finance, so that we can help individuals live and give more generously with their with their resources. That's great. And I love that you have a passion not only to do this for adults, because our listeners out there are adults, right. and they are in, they're ministry leaders. So they're in the church, um, and most of you out there are in children's ministry. And so they've got anywhere from preschoolers to preteens. And so right. that's your audience. Um, but they're also, a lot of them, um, parents themselves, and they are working with parents. So we all know as kids ministry leaders that – Everybody in the world thinks that we work with kids, but we try to tell everyone we ma- we, we mainly work with adults. We're working with mm. volunteers, and we're working with parents. So let's talk about parents for a second. Um, I know that children's ministry leaders are always looking for um, content for how can I help parents um be the disciplers, the main primary disciplers of their children? What can I do from my seat? And so in this subject, stewardship, what are some ways that parents um, can help their kids? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And that's really the emphasis behind the creation or the motivation behind the creation of the Secret Slide Money Club series. We wanted to be able to provide a resource to help parents talk about money, talk about stewardship, talk about giving and saving to their kids to start that money conversation. Um, We know that a lot of parents, then they themselves struggle with finances. And so they often find it difficult to be able to communicate financial principles to their their own children. And so the Secret Slide Money Club series helps them do just that. It's a a series that 
is fun. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and your kids are going to absolutely enjoy just reading the, the books. And along the way, they're going to learn about God's design for them and their money. Awesome. And so the book series that he is referring to, the Secret Slide Money Club series, I've got um, a set here. There's three of them. Um, and, and guys, they're really fun titles. The Great Lemonade Stand Standoff, The Mad Cash Dash, and Trouble at the Toy Store. And what ages are these written for? So they're written for ages six to nine years of, uh, of age. Okay. However, so I have three boys, as, as, mm-hmm. you've, as you've mentioned, and they're ages eight, five, and two, soon to be nine, six, and three. Okay. And my oldest reads the book on reads the books on his own. I read to my two younger children, and they absolutely love those books. So it's not just for those children that can read the Readers, book, but right. it's also yeah for those that um, parents that maybe have younger children yeah. than that, and they can read those stories to them. The kids will absolutely love the the, the books as well. But before the uh, podcast, we were talking about how these um, these little chapter books are written with a construct. Um, tell me about the con- like that each book is represented by a theme. Tell me about those themes. Yeah, so in the Bible, we find a pattern laid out for how we should manage our resources, how we should manage our our money. Mm-hmm. And that's we're supposed to first give generously, then save wisely, and then live appropriately. So wise spending. And so the books follow that pattern. The first book is all about giving generously. The second book is about saving money. And the final book is about spending wisely and making wise purchase decisions. So they follow the pattern, give, save, live, which is a theme that's found throughout the, uh, really throughout each of the books. You'll, you're, I guarantee you, your kids will walk away knowing give, save, live after reading through this, this series. I love that. And I bet you anything, um, I can't wait to read them with my kids because there are principles that the parents are going to catch just by reading these little, uh, you know, uh, younger reader chapter books. There's going to be concepts that they're going to catch. And then as a family, that becomes contagious. Give, save, live. I love that. I love that. There's a a simplified message for some profound things um, that are rooted in Scripture. So that's great. so let's talk about things that, um, you know, money in the church. So I know that growing up, I learned about tithing through the little envelopes. Right. Did you do the same? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So, and I know that my church that we go to now, we still do the li- the little envelopes. They still work. It's a very effective way. Right. Um, but what are some ways that we can teach kids about the importance of tithing? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So what I encourage parents to do is to look for the model, so the demonstration of generosity, and then talk about it. So look for the model and then then talk about it. So as, as an example, if you are giving, and if you're a parent and you're, you're giving, you now you're probably giving online, so you need to Not be in really intentional. Right, right. So you... I recommend this is something that we do in, in our in our household. We tell our kids about it. Yeah. We tell them, "Hey, mom and dad are giving right now to our to our church." And the reason why we tell them that is not so that we can we can brag about right. giving, but we can we understand that this is a moment that we can leverage to teach them about generosity. But then we also follow up. We don't just leave it there with, "Hey, we're we're giving." 
we tell them why. We tell them why we're giving to our to our local church. And then we also talk about God's generosity toward toward us. So we use us as as an example, but we also look to others and their generosity and talk about that. So a recent example of that is, um, so I, I have a five-year-old and he is um, passionate about finding loose change on the ground. <laughs> And uh, and so he, he of course he's five so he has I guess he has a, a better vantage to, to spot yeah. the, spot the change right now, um, but if we're in a grocery store restaurant wherever he's looking for for change, well, my wife and my sons were in line at a at a grocery store, and he was looking around for for change and my wife Sarah said something like, "Hey, you need to get off the floor, Joshua." <laughs> to which he responded, "But I'm looking for change." <laughs> And the gentleman in front of them that was checking out clearly overheard this. Mm -hmm. And he did something that was pretty remarkable. He took 38 cents out of his pocket and laid it next to his foot and then paid and walked away. And, of course, my son, as he was walking away, spotted the the haul, right? I mean, it was you you find 38 cents on the ground. That's that's a significant amount of money. And he was absolutely thrilled that he found 38 cents. Sarah, of course, quickly caught on to what had happened. And as the gentleman was walking away, she said, hey, you, d- you did this, didn't you? And he just smiled and went on, went on his way. Well, that gave us as parents a perfect time to talk about generosity, a perfect example to talk about um, g- generosity. And so we were able to talk about how he took advantage of something that he just, he, he just heard um, of, of, a, of a need and uh, saw a way that he could be generous and only took 38 cents, but actually made a big difference in a kid's and a parent's life. And so we look to others. And then, of course, we look to our kids as well and, um, and find moments when they are being generous. And so if they're sharing, if they're doing something that, um, that demonstrates generosity, we point it out and then we talk about it. And then we talk about how God has been generous to us. And so we're constantly trying to find ways that are in, in find opportunities to talk about generosity, which are often just, they're all, they're all over the place. And so right. we try to leverage those, those moments. Right. Um, you know, we were talking about how it's really never too young to start talking about this to our children. Um, but as we know, money can be one of those taboo conversations. And so there may be a lot of parents who have some guilt about, well, I haven't taught my kids about money. Is it too late? Right. How should I start? Right. What would you say to that? It, well, first of all, it'd be very common. Yeah. Um, so money is often, as you said, it is a taboo mm-hmm. topic. And and sometimes there's some shame attached to it right. because the parents have not maybe managed the money in, in the best way. And so they're, they're a little bit embarrassed and maybe they don't feel nearly as equipped to be able to talk about finances to their, to, to their kids. Um, if you have young children, a good way to simply start the conversation and to get it out of the open so there's no longer taboo is to lay some dollars and some change on a, on a table mm-hmm. and, and have them just ask them some, some simple questions like, how many nickels do you think are in this dollar? How many pennies are in this dollar? Many of the questions they may know, um, some they may, may, may not, but start talking about the money that's right in front of you and then follow it up with, with hey, I want to keep talking to you about money and how to, how to take care of this stuff mm-hmm. that's right right in, in front of you. And so that can get the, the conversation going about how, to, talk, how to, to take care of your finances. The other way uh, that, I, that I recommend is to set up three jars. 
you have your give jar, your save jar, and your and your live jar. And if you if you your kids read the the Secret Side Money Club series, they're going to know about these jars. They're actually called capsules in the oh, in the story. Okay, but they're going to know about these about these jars, and encourage them to first set aside whenever they receive money, whether it's from their chores or from from gifts. Put money in the give jar first, mm-hmm. then in the save jar, and then in the live, and help help them st- uh, start understanding the pattern that God has given us for money management. That's great. That's great. Um, I know that uh, our audience also has, you know, kids as old as preteens. I've got some preteens in my life um, and, you know, starting to become teenagers as well. And, you know, the culture that we live in is a very materialistic culture. Absolutely. And so I had one kid at my house um, have the audacity to ask for AirPods for his birthday, um, which, first of all, I told him, A, you'll lose them immediately. Right. I would lose them. They're uh-huh. just really small and really hard to keep up with. Um, and he has, you know, a very uh, hectic, busy sixth grade life. Uh, so I, it, it's not age appropriate to me for kids to have um, something like that. And then B, they cost a lot of money. They are expensive. But their friends, a lot of them have them. And so that's kind of the, the a common thing is that even if it goes against your values as a parent for your kids to have things like that, they're asking for iPhones and AirPods and all the, you know, all the Apple products. That's <laughs> or, right. Um, what would you say about just dealing with materialism? Well, what a, what a good opportunity to teach your, your child or your teenager about how money is finite mm-hmm. and how there's opportunity cost. So whether your child is a teenager or, like mine, younger children, you're going to find yourself saying no to these requests mm-hmm. much more than, than, than yes. Yeah. Now, what needs to happen is that it's not just a no for the sake of no, but there needs to be a follow-up. That gives you a great opportunity to explain why, um, why you have to say no, why money is – why you can't just spend – on uh, on every thing that you that you that you want that there isn't a that there's not a money tree, um, mm-hmm. but that you have a you have a budget, and you have to abide by that. And if you spend here, that means that you can't spend there. Right. So my oldest son wanted a a new basketball jersey. He's really big into sports, mm-hmm. and he wanted uh, this this new basketball jersey. And we had honestly we just bought him a basketball jersey for his for his birthday. But he wanted another one, <laughs> and and so that actually gave me a great uh, opportunity to say no, we can't, because if we do that, then that means we won't be able to do this over here. And I pointed out a another thing that we wanted to to do, and I was able to explain to him that money is is a limited resource in the best way that I could explain it right. to a, to an eight year old. Um, that money is a limited resource, and that we have to make sure that we're managing it wisely. And we can't just purchase everything. That, that we that we desire that we have to be wise with our with our spending. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, um, like I said, we are actually going to do a giveaway of these three uh, Secret Slide Money Club uh, books. I think you'll really want to get your hands on them. If you don't win the giveaway, you, you can find them easily at Lifeway.com, along with a couple of other resources that I want to tell you about. And Art, you might briefly um, give us a little insight onto your. Um, other two books. The first one, 
that you came out with on this subject is the money challenge. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the money challenge, 30 days of discovering God's design for you and your and your money is a is a book that helps you understand some of the basic financial principles that are that are laid out in, in the Bible. And whether you feel like you're doing great with your finances or you have been really struggling with your finances, that is a that is a good resource for you. You there's 30 challenges in there that help you understand how to live and give generously. We talk about how to get rid of debt killers like I'm sorry, generosity killers like debt, mm-hmm. like disorganization, like keeping up with the with the Joneses, how you get rid of those those things so that you can live as God has designed you to live, so that you can manage money in the way that God has designed you to live, which is a very adventurous, satisfying, it's just contentment-filled yeah. way of managing money. And by the way, that's a great book if you are a parent whose kids are going through the Secret Slide Money Club series to, mm-hmm. to read. And I'm not going to ruin or I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. I'll just say in the story. So there's a fictional element in the money challenge. In that fictional element, you're going to see some overlap that occurs in that story and um, with what happens in the Secret Slide Money Club series. So there's going to be some okay. fun points of conversation Great. for you as a for as, as you as for you as a parent. And even to have some ties absolutely. and intentional conversations starters. Absolutely. This thread that it's they a, have in common. It's a great book to read as a parent as your children are going through oh, the Secret Side awesome. Money Club series. Wonderful. And then the next one I'll mention is the marriage challenge. So this is not just a marriage book, but marriage with financial the financial principles that you need to be prepared for, whether it's right before you're married or already married. Absolutely. It's all about finding oneness in your marriage. Um from with the perspective from the perspective of your of your finances, okay. see, I believe that if we can get on the same page as as couples, um, God can do amazing things with our with our resources. And so that book helps couples find oneness in their marriage and in their in in, in their finances. And so it walks through the eight money milestones. Um, which is also mentioned in the money challenge, but it walks through those eight eight money milestones and gives you some great conversation starters for for married couples. Um, so that's a great book if you're already married. It's it's a really good book as well if you are um, doing some type of premarital class. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a pastor and you're looking for some resources for premarital cl- courses, that's a great book to to go through uh, with your with your class. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And this was a great conversation. I know our listeners will appreciate um, just having more information about this topic and how they can lead from their seats um, in the church and help resource parents um, on this very important topic. Because ultimately, we want our kids to be the next senders and goers to the nations. And so ultimately, um, as we give our tithes and our gifts, even an emissional component. Um, I think there are, are ways that uh, there are a lot of tie-ins for um, our ministry audience today. So listeners, uh, we're going to put in the show notes these um, uh, great children's books that you'll want to uh, fill out just a quick little form and see if you can win. And if not, check them out on LifeWay.com. Art, thank you so much for joining us Thanks today. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. You can enter the drawing to win a set of books from Art Rayner, the Secret Slide Money Club book series, by looking for this episode on the kidsministry101.com podcast page and look for the form in the show notes for this episode. Fill that out and enter to win. Thank you again for listening to the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.